Well, hey there, friend. Thank you so much for taking some time out of your crazy schedule to hang out with me for this week's episode of Marketing Home, Marketing You. So this week, we're talking about something that I have been so curious about learning more about. In fact, it's an amenity of sorts that multifamily housing has really embraced, and it's showing itself to be even more valuable in 2020 and for sure in the years to come. So what am I talking about? I'm talking about smart apartments and intelligent buildings, technology that has to do with accessibility, HVAC control, water usage, and really so much more. And I wanted to bring in someone that really is an expert on this topic. So I'm bringing you the very best. Today, I wanna to introduce you to Felicity Mormon. She is the CEO and co-founder of Stratus. And Stratus is your sidewalk to sofa intelligent building solution. This was like I went to school on all things smart apartments with Felicity. She really opened my eyes into how smart apartments can be beneficial for all types of communities. I had some ideas in my head of who this would appeal to from a demographic standpoint, and literally this conversation changed my entire perspective. So I cannot wait for you to hear from her. There's so much great information. And as always, if you go to marketinghomemarketingyou.com, There'll be a full blog with all of the links to everything that Felicity talked about. You guys, we're also going to be doing a little marketing package. So if you are a community that is offering smart features, we've got some free marketing collateral to help you promote that. Because again, yes, it's an incredible feature, but it's also a selling point. It's a great way to help lease apartments. So without further ado, I'm excited to introduce my friend, my colleague, my guest, Felicity Mormon. Listen in on our conversation. Welcome to the Marketing Home, Marketing You podcast, a show for busy multifamily and real estate professionals that want to kick butt in their careers without sacrificing their lives or their sanity. Week after week, Barbara Savona of Sprout Marketing brings you quality conversations with industry leaders, mini marketing workshops, and step-by-step -step guides on everything marketing, business, and career growth. So grab a cup of coffee and get ready for some outside-the-box ideas from the girl that lives inside the shipping container box. Felicity, I am so excited to have you on the Marketing Home, Marketing You podcast. Like we were saying, I feel like it's been a long time coming. So welcome. Thank you so much. It has. I, I think the first time I reached out to you because I was so impressed with what you were delivering in multifamily was at least a couple of years ago. And um, yeah, it, it just your, your content blows me away. You are so clearly capable of impacting and improving our our industry and it was incredible so uh you are the one newsletter i open relentlessly and oh. uh and and the one i point to of of how to do marketing and multifamily so thrilled to be here um certainly a long time fan first time caller <laughs> I love, I, you know what i i didn't even know that was coming so thank you so much for that sweet that sweet intro and I think that our relationship really shows the power of even networking via like social and staying connected on LinkedIn because I follow you guys. I love what y'all do. And I think that is the power now that we don't have to fly across the country, especially right now when we, we can't as much and we can still stay connected with our peers. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Especially when they provide the value that you do. You know, I think that that's really important as a differentiator. I open your newsletter because every time there's value. And I think that, you know, sometimes we get a little bit caught up in 
delivering content for the sake of delivery and don't necessarily focus on the value. And that's, um, that's a real differentiator for what you provide in this industry. Well, thank you so much. Well, I didn't know who else to talk to that would be better suited for this conversation. And I have so many questions, especially how this year has evolved. But before we dig in, will you just share a little bit about Stratus? Yeah, absolutely. So first, Stratus was recently acquired by RealPage. So that has been exceptionally exciting in a year that has been so tumultuous. Um, you know, I, I very early in the year, March, April, encouraged uh, my friends, family, colleagues to share their wins because there's so much ambiguity in our world right now at best, if not far, far greater things like loss and grief. And so, so when this happened, a lot of people reminded me, they said, you know, you need to share this win. We need to see the positive things that are happening this year. But it was, um, it was, it was kind of an unusual moment to have that sort of celebratory, really exciting thing happening amidst, to your point, one of the most incredibly challenging years for an entrepreneur, but also in multifamily, who was who just beginning to deal with some of the ramifications of this pandemic. So thank you very much. It's, um, it's exciting. And uh, let me tell you a little bit about Stratus. Stratus is smart apartments that enable intelligent buildings. Okay. So we, we do a building-wide network that enables property owners and managers to have perpetual control of all devices when appropriate. Okay. So and they can't control your thermostat when you're in your unit, but God forbid you go on vacation and there's something that happens in your unit, they do get an emergency alert, as do you. Um, and so that's kind of always on so that everybody is communicating a value proposition that delivers a return on investment for both the owner, but also delivers a great amenity for residents. Um, we do bulk Wi-Fi and resident Wi-Fi and we also do smart access. So we're dealing right now with the on-demand economy greater than ever before. That, that ability to push a button and have the best Indian food possibly in the world, but certainly in your state, your city, delivered to your door in 45 minutes. You know, that's something that multifamily is dealing with right now because traditionally the access systems have been fairly manual, kind of old school. Yeah. And so we're seeing our early adopters really flourish with things like self-touring and the ability to get visitors, guests, et cetera, through a building. Um, it really is a driver for adoption, just the access piece alone. But um, we're in 350,000 units here in the United States. So this is certainly moving towards a standard and um, it's really creating a lot of efficiencies right now. It's, frankly, a lot of fun too. It's nice to be on the cutting edge of these technologies that can communicate uh, wirelessly. Wow, that's incredible. Congratulations. I mean, that is, that is some, some huge success there. And, and you. you had me at Indian food. I mean, there I would have been sold. I hope that's part of the, the pitch when you talk to owners. <laughs> chicken, chicken masala last night. Chicken masala was so good. And then, uh, yeah, I'm a big fan. I would eat it every night. So, okay, in a way you answered, is there anything else there that we need to know? Like what, when people think smart apartments, intelligent buildings, is that what it is? It's accessibility? 
It is, it is largely. And it's, it's really, there is a differentiating piece to what Stratus does. Um, when you think about single family homes, which frankly, many of the decision makers in multifamily actually live in single family, which makes sense from the traditional viewpoint of the American dream, which has changed dramatically for right. millennials. But when you think about that, um, they, they have a home automation system that's provided by someone who created it for single family. And you simply cannot shoehorn that technology into multifamily and have 200 or 300 times, depending on how many units you have, the benefit of that single family benefit. So we really had to focus on the unique use cases of multifamily. And that's why we provide a building wide network. That's why we keep them always on. That's why even if your resident moves out and takes their Wi-Fi with them, for instance, your devices stay connected. Those are now your devices as the owner or the operator. And there are really tremendous efficiencies, sometimes $38 plus per unit per month on vacant units that you should be receiving as a return on your investment. Those go away if you don't have that thermostat connected anymore. So that's a huge focus for us, that return, that value proposition. So really, I mean, that's the motivator. I was gonna ask why would someone go smart, but it sounds like that's a big motivator there. Well, you know, the efficiencies, while a little bit harder to define because every building is unique, you can build two, two multifamily buildings, supposedly sister buildings, side by side, same time. You can walk in, pop a plate off your wall switch, and have two different wirings. Maybe they changed the contractor midstream, who knows, but it happens all the time. So really what we do is very bespoke and very customized. Now that said, we have certain packages that we offer, but the operating efficiencies are a little bit harder to determine because of the unique features that multifamily brings. Every building is its own animal. What we are finding, and I don't know how long this will last, but my expectation is years. What we are finding is that property owners and operators are able to differentiate their properties enough when they put in a good smart home system that makes sense and works that they can charge we're seeing between 35 and i've seen as high as 200 dollars in california per unit per month so when you go with the full smart apartment not just a piece of it not just smart thermostats or just your smart access platform you really have an opportunity for a rent premium that i I can't think of any of our properties, we're on about 1,300, who aren't garnering some rent lift from their smart apartment play. So that may not last forever. You know, it may come that, that people just expect to have a smart apartment and then maybe the premium's tucked away, depending on which market you're in, but it, it, may, it may not be forever. So our early adopters are certainly reaping the benefit of that. That's really interesting. So. Are you seeing that with certain generations or certain types of renters that there's people that are almost like this is a selling point for them and they're specifically looking for that? Yeah, you know, millennials, Gen Z grew up with, I'm just going to say it, Nest. You yeah. know, they're, they're, I was actually in 2012 at the flagship Best Buy when we together rolled out home automation and Nest was part of that rollout. I, tra I trained the Geek Squad on how to sell the value proposition to multifamily. And so I was there for the flagship rollout of Nest. And 
it sold out so quickly that they had to take inventory and put it in cages. I mean, it was, oh it was, I know you can't fathom that for a thermostat, but there's a reason that Google bought it for like $3 billion. Um, it was that immediate connection with consumers. And so that didn't go away. That, that recognition of Google Nest learning thermostat is still like my own daughter. I recently just put her in her first apartment. Let's not talk about it. Oh no. I'm going to be fine. But she walked in and the first thing she said is, mom, it's your thermostat. It's not my thermostat. I did not make Google Nest. Just, but, she, but in her head, this thing that she grew up with, it, that's, that's ours. And so it's a pretty phenomenal recognition of what hero products in the consumer space can translate into in the commercial residential space. So we definitely see it from millennials down, but here's something that I think often gets overlooked. And when we, um, my, in my previous incarnation as a CEO prior to Stratus, we were working in what is kind of called the aging in space space, which is the ability to age in the home that you're in, whether it's single family or multifamily. And a lot of technologies were beneficial to staying where you are and getting a little older where you are. And it's not just that I fall in and I can't get up button. <laughs> you know, when you're on a fixed income, when you're retired and you're trying to make your money last, that is even more important to, to enable. And we're seeing, we're seeing this technology adopted in assisted living, provides numerous value propositions that you don't think about for millennials or Gen Z. Um, everything from voice control of devices so that you don't have to be quite as mobile if you're just not. Um, in active lifestyle spaces, it's, it's sexy. You know, when, if, you're, if you're an active adult who's retired, but moving to a community where you don't have to mow your own lawn, God love you. Um, then, then you want the sexy amenities. You're not looking to downgrade your technology, you're upgrading. And so we see this across the board. It is really, and across all asset classes too. There's something for everyone in the internet of things. And we offer hundreds of devices. So I, you know, we built it for ubiquity. We built it for public housing all the way to class A++. And I don't see any hesitation from any of those markets or any demographics. It's exciting. Yeah, that's really exciting. You know, the, the younger demographic, it was like immediately what seems obvious because, you know, I have, like everybody else, I've got the two nests in my house and my eight-year-old nephew comes in and he, you know, he knows how to work everything better than I do, which is crazy. But thinking about it for the older, you know, demographic, the aging demographic, to me, this becomes, such, you know, coming from the marketing perspective, it's like, what an incredible gift that you can give someone to, like you said, age in a space that they're comfortable, even if, you know, whatever that space is, many in our multifamily units. But I'm thinking like as the child of maybe an aging parent, knowing that some of that technology is in place that would potentially prevent some things that make life a little bit more difficult. Wow. Now all of a sudden that becomes a huge selling point for me because it's not taking away their freedom or their power, but it's almost, it's enabling them. Absolutely. And that brings me to a really important point about privacy, you know, to put this home automation system that the owners and operators have invested in into a, a residence, this is your home. Um, requires a little bit of trust 
And so that requires us at Stratus to actually deliver a higher level of privacy, data privacy, and cybersecurity than even those in the single family home automation space. So you're, you're talking about, like my dad doesn't want me to pop in on his date night uh, through the Amazon voice recognition device. I think I have one in here, so I'm not scared. I don't think you want to pop in on your dad's date night, okay? I think. <laughs> now, I will admit I learned this the hard way. So. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't terrible, but I will tell you that, um, you know, I, I shipped him the home device so that we could have face-to-face -face conversations more easily. Uh, so we have to be hyper-cognizant that we as the software developer put barriers in yeah. place so yeah. that residents have maximum privacy. We can't sell data. We can't give it away. We have to be um, compliant with the European standards for privacy, California standards for privacy. So, you know, that, that child who gets that sense of relief and even excitement about their parent being able to enjoy this space better and more efficiently and effectively um, also needs the, the comfort and recognition, and so does the parent, that there's still boundaries. And those are still protected by the platform itself. It's not like an opt-in or opt-out. You don't get to see, you know, dad on his date. <laughs> And, but you do, but you also can enable things like alerts. So again, I'm not, I'm, I'm not so pessimistic that I think that the most valuable proposition in, uh, in aging in space or in active living is the I fall in and I can't get up button, but that doesn't mean it's not valuable. Right. Um, so those sorts of things really provide triggers and alerts, not just for the family, but also for property management and in an assisted living space, that's huge. So we're just at the beginning of what we're capable of. And as the technology gets smarter with artificial intelligence, and frankly, that's just algorithms that, that develop themselves as they get data, mm -hmm. um, as that occurs, we have tremendous opportunities to live better lives across our across our entire life. So I don't know. I, I'm thrilled with technology. I, I, I tend to be um, super optimistic about what we're going to be able to deliver to one another because of these capabilities. I'm just excited hearing about all these things that you're sharing because it's, you know, especially with what home has turned into in 2020. I mean, I want to dig into that in a, in a minute, but before we go there, because you talked about communities of all different ages, I just want to differentiate. Can an older community, like a more established community, can they still implement smart technology? Yeah, absolutely. So we have, we have spent a lot of time with uh, they, they're traditionally class B properties, but we're seeing a bring up, you know, there's, we are in a housing crisis in the United States. I think we have a 3 million unit shortage every year. That's, we just can't build fast enough. And that's, that's incredible. But that means that we need to build more of all types of housing. Yeah. And so we're seeing, you know, we're seeing adoption of these technologies in public housing. And a lot of times that's not new development. A lot of times those energy efficiencies, that $20 a month in public housing that you save on your energy bill because you're automating and using eco mode with Stratus instead of 
uh, manually turning that, you know, maybe older thermostat, that is, um, that $20 is meals. Yeah. You know, in, in fairness, for me, it's a couple cups of coffee or one of my teenagers needs a 20. Um, that's, that's a privilege. And we are hyper-focused at Stratus to make sure that we don't perpetuate the digital divide with our technology. So if we make something super sexy for a new development in Class A++, we are simultaneously, simultaneously feature setting for public housing. So that allows us that ubiquity that we're looking for. But more importantly, it makes sure that our technology is accessible to everyone, whether it's a brand new sexy building or whether it's a 60-year-old public housing building. There are real opportunities to change lives uh, with, with small, small investment. And it's part of the mission of public housing to enable people to live better lives. That's what housing is about, frankly. You're speaking my language because I, from a marketing standpoint, I've always talked about how, you know, coming from a family, you know, both of my parents are foreign nationals and we've lived in all types of housing, especially when I was little. I, I recognize that the goals of someone that is in a low income housing, you are, you still have the same desires for your family. You still want your kids to be in a, in a home that feels good, that feels, you know, um, in a neighborhood that you can get behind. But like you said, sometimes $20 is, you know, the difference between making it that month and not making it. So I love how the, the tie-in there that, yes, for some of us, we're using this as an amenity feature that is this sexy thing. Yeah. But for other communities, this can just be making an impact in your resident's life where that $20 month over month can be a savings that continues to help them reach some of their bigger goals too. So very cool. Yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. Again, this is, this is life-changing and for everyone. Yeah. So can somebody go gradual into smart apartments or is it like a one, you turn on a switch and it's done? Yeah. So I usually look for pain points. What, at the individual property, what do they need? Now, again, let's go to sexy class A plus. Okay. Uh, they need to differentiate yeah. and they need to market that they are different and they need to market the smart. Uh, we had a property in Denver that had 90 pre-occupancy leases signed in the first four weeks at a 20% rental premium because they did a, a rent smart campaign all around the technology. Uh, it was brilliant, truly. Um, I, think that's, I think that's a great example of the I can't say her name, but I call it the full Amazon device. Uh, so that's one <laughs> opportunity, but let's go all the way back to public housing again. And that is, maybe it starts with a thermostat or a leak sensor in a building-wide network so that you get all of the alerts and you get all of the eco mode and all of the sustainability that you need without necessarily having maybe the sexy Bluetooth door lock right now. Right. But maybe you start realizing the return and you start realizing that you need maybe more leak sensors or maybe there are some options in lighting that we can enable with you. Um, so you, you, can, you can go as fast or as pain point oriented as you want to. Mm -hmm. I like to say for multifamily, bite size is the right size. If you give people the option to get a little bit and realize that return, they come back to you. We've, we've lost... 13 properties in seven years. 
And those were just ownership changes. Some things you can't overcome, but that's, um, that's saying something about what the technology enables. It's not me. That's simply a return on investment that continues to deliver. So something for everybody. Bite size is the right size. You don't have to go whole hog. Get a little something, get your return, take that return and invest it again. I love that. I love the find your pain point and, and go in that order. And you know, right size is a bite size. I'm going to steal that. I love yeah, that. Oh yeah. If you open up one of my newsletters, I'll have to I, source you. No, I, I'm thinking that you put in like a, a, a Kit Kat into one of your, oh, your oh. Like, right? I'm, I think I'm, we're onto something. All right. We'll, we'll come back to that. As you're talking and I'm like, okay, like all these taglines for smart because it's yeah. so, it's such a great marketing slogan, you know, and such a great thought process. And I, I'm curious, how has this year impacted? Are you seeing technology helping during the 2020 stay-at-home orders? Like, are you seeing people more interested in some of the features? Yeah, there, there are a couple of things that have really hit home for me with our, so we have a wellness program. So every single month we reach out to every single property and we do a check-in. And sometimes it's the same person, sometimes it's a different person, sometimes it's maintenance, sometimes it's owners. But we just check in and we say, how are you? And the first thing we did on March 13th was we, we kind of went all hands. Everybody get on the phone and call and make sure that each property who has, maybe they've had us for five years, maybe three years, maybe there's a new owner, maybe there's new management, Call every single one of them and make sure that they have optimized all of their settings so that they can do self-tour immediately. So that they can get people from sidewalk to sofa without talking to anybody if that's what's necessary. Make sure that they have their cable optimized. Make sure they understand the questions to ask of their provider if we're not their provider. Make sure they have eco mode on all of their vacant units. Get these properties set up in the next 30 days to optimize their efficiencies to optimize their abilities. And this is a moment where we have to give more of ourselves than ever. And it, it had a really tremendous impact on our property managers. And these are frontline workers. And so it, it was, the feedback loop is our, our competitive advantage. That 1300 properties with five, six, seven different staff members tell us what they think every month. Yeah, <laughs> that's good times. Um, you know, but we've learned a lot too. You know, they're also very creative people and they solve problems with our tech that we didn't see. And we can, we can create features in the software so that everybody can do that. So we saw um, self-touring became hugely important immediately. The ability to continue to lease properties, the ability to get visitors, vendors, and maintenance people to where they need to be safely and quickly. Um, was tremendous. The access platform delivered to all of those early adopters overnight. Uh, and it was such a relief for all of us. But then you see things again, things that maybe aren't as obvious, like the efficiencies that you have in your vacant units because you have a smart thermostat set to eco mode. That means if somebody comes in and paints at 60 degrees and then leaves, you don't have to send a leasing agent to go check and make sure the thermostat's on the right setting so that you don't get a $300 surprise bill. So we made sure all of the eco modes were set. There's, there's a ton of efficiencies. Obviously, I think the biggest thing, and, and we were driven by COVID to deliver this, is, is Wi-Fi, really reliable Wi-Fi for multifamily. Because I, I, just like everybody else, I'm sitting in my house most of the time. Um, exactly. yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and my son plays Fortnite, so I really understand the pain points uh, <laughs> of competing for bandwidth. So, uh, so that drove us to create an offering we, that we did not intend to create um, just out of necessity because we were asked. So it's, um, it's been, had a tremendous impact on property managers and on owners. And, you know, uh, that's, I guess, the other newsletter that I read is the news updates on, on what's happening from a policy perspective to enable owners and operators to continue to deliver housing. It's right. such, it's, it's who we are. Housing is who we, we all define ourselves by our job, our families, some of us religion, and really literally where we live, our communities. So I don't know what's more important. And, you know, we're, we're doing everything we can to deliver to everyone we can. Such a, such a challenging time. Oh my goodness. I know. I, I think that's incredible that you guys did the wellness check on the communities because, you know, just being in a lot of the Facebook groups and the chats, I mean, property managers were bombarded. I mean, the fears that they just had for their own families, but then you're like the representative for 300 families in your, you know, your community. And I bet there was a lot of people that wished that they had the ability to turn on some of those features, No doubt. you know, that didn't. So and I think from an entrepreneurial standpoint, the innovations that do come, like you said, you know, we get pushed sometimes to make um, progress in areas that we didn't even know we needed to or that offerings that we didn't know we had. So how do you think the future, what do you feel like the future for smart technology is? It sounds like there's so much that is still being developed. Yeah, there's, there's a lot still being developed, but we're seeing, I think voice is going to continue to have a tremendous play in multifamily. Um, little shout out to the team, forgive me, but uh, they developed with Amazon the first fleet managed offering of Amazon voice devices. Wow. So, yeah, so property owners and managers, while that unit is vacant or for touring or for efficiencies or to enable information to be conveyed to residents, um, have that opportunity to use this as a, a gift, a lease-up gift, wow. and really enable the, these devices in new ways. I think that that will only evolve. I, I dare say Amazon is fairly far ahead in the abilities of that voice device. Um, same thing, uh, really, really incredible technologies with Google Nest, we're working with them on advanced demand response capabilities. And that sounds like a big word, but all it means is that the power grids that today are facing some pretty tremendous demand on, on, our, on our grids will be able to say, hey, to you through your phone, if you opt in, we'll say, hey, for $2, can we turn your thermostat up one degree for two hours. And you can say, nope, I'm, I'm comfy at 68, or nope, I love 72, whatever it is. Or you can say, heck yeah. Or you can say, always, always. If it's a degree or two that's going to save us from a blackout or a brownout, by all means, do it. Now, this has been available in single family for a long time. If this is California, all single family is built with this now. But this has never been available in multifamily before, and we had to work with the National Renewable Energy Labs to create it. This isn't something that a single person can do. This is going to take a federal effort. And so that was, I mean, that's delivering on my personal dream of a global reduction of our carbon footprint in this industry. 
We've never had technology to address these super complex buildings and you don't want to have a negative impact on resident comfort. So that's, I mean, that's amazing. We're seeing the same thing with water. It is incredible that a toilet flap that's just not flapping can, can cause tens of thousands of gallons of loss and the money, especially in the Western states, I mean, that return on investment can be overnight. And that doesn't even include leaks. So, I mean, there's so many opportunities for this technology to transform this industry. And I will say there's a moment here and I feel so much empathy for the hospitality industry, which is where we actually started before we pivoted into multifamily. There is, there's an opportunity for multifamily who's facing all of these new challenges to leapfrog hospitality from a technology standpoint and offer this technology in our homes the way that hospitality has been struggling to provide in our rooms. So we, we really are seeing most of our owners and operators take advantage of, of, of expedited digital transformation. That's so cool. I'm just excited to see where it all goes. And I would think that there would have to be a level of education and training too for the teams to understand how to sell it, how to talk about it. Is that a big part piece of what you all do? Because I'm wondering, I know there's probably others that help with smart technology, but why would somebody choose Stratus? Yeah, so there is a huge education component. And, you know, one of the things that I miss most right now is, and I, I might be completely alone in this, but it's conferences and trade shows. In 2019, I spoke at 22 different things, events, um, trade shows, conferences, Optech, NAA, all of them, all the time. Like, there's so much to learn here and so much to know and so many opportunities to take advantage of for that return that, I mean, Obviously, I'm a little excited about it, but I want, <laughs> I want our industry to be that excited as well. And for, for Stratus in particular, that's been a labor of love, is the education and training and really installation, deployment, and then wellness for each individual property. And we, we treat each individual property, whether it's a portfolio decision or whether it's an independent owner's decision, the same. Every building is unique. Every team is unique. Every pain point is special. And it's, um, it takes, it, it, this is not easy. There's a reason that this hasn't been done like this before. It requires, it requires a passion for, I don't know if it's real estate. Like I, I love, like I look at every building. I love every building. I love the effort that these owners and operators, developers, retrofit, that they put into caring and creating community. And I, that translates to me, and I want them to have everything that I could possibly deliver. You know, I, I figured out that I was in the right place in life when I realized that every night when I went to sleep, I had expended all potential. I literally have nothing left to give at the end of the day. Sometimes that's sad and frustrating because I wanna give more and I just can't and it's time to go to bed to do it. But most days it's just tremendously fulfilling to know that I found what I'm supposed to do with my life. And it's really to transform these properties and make them everything that these owners and operators imagine they could be as efficiently as possible. Well, I think that's why I was so drawn to what you guys do because 
the that's how I feel too. It's like there's behind all these buildings, there's people and families and they're all making their story and their life and different struggles. And I think what you're talking about is it's, it, it's a huge impact that it has. And so that's such a neat thing. And I know coming from talking, having talked with your teams before, you guys have a passion for the individual communities. And you don't see that with everyone. You don't see everybody like love, love a building or talk about, talk about that. So we're, we're real estate nerds. We're tech nerds. We're real estate nerds. It's a nice, uh, it's like the Reese's peanut butter cup, peanut butter and chocolate. <laughs> I love it. I always say that. I love buildings. I love real estate and I love people. So this is like the perfect industry for, and I love marketing. You know, I'm like, I'm already like, you know, thinking all these, I'm always thinking in terms right. of slogans. I can't yeah, listen. We got to get together. We'll do some brainstorming. We'll do some massaging. It'll be fun. I love it. Well, thank you so much. This has been so great. And I think what it has done, at least for me, this conversation is, you know, for those that feel that smart buildings or smart apartments and intelligent buildings are only for one type of a community or for one demographic, this to me has opened up the possibilities. And then it's also like what the future holds being prepared. You know, 2020 has taught us anything. It's that we sometimes don't know what life is going to throw at us. And having some of these things in place that can be activated. I just think that is so cool. So Felicity, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge. And how can people connect with Stratus and connect with you? What's the best way? Well, I will share that still sales at Stratus IoT still comes right to me. Okay. <laughs> I want to know what you want to do. I want to hear about your passion and why you're interested in technology. I'm sure that as we grow and as we partner and integrate with RealPage someday, that email won't go to me. Maybe. maybe. I don't know. And you and I, you and I like control. So maybe they I know. I know. <laughs> so that's sales at stratusiot.com. That's awesome. And um, I'm going to make sure to link everything in the notes for everybody if they want to learn more. And again, this has been so um, eye-opening for me. So thanks for spending the time. Oh, I'm, I'm just glad it happened. I know we've been trying for a while. So thank you.